0: On this episode of the Big Stick Golf Podcast, we recap another huge week at the Heritage. Another big win for Webb Simpson as he adds to his tally. We look forward to the Travelers Championship this week. Go over some changes we've made to our Team DadBod versus Team ThickBoy matchups. We're doing each week a few other fun things as well. Be sure to go check our friends at Torchbearer Sauces. You can find them at TorchBearSauces.com. Use the promo code 9IRON at checkout. That's the number 9, the word IRON. At checkout, you get 20% off any of their delicious sauces. Uh, also, go visit our friends at Prolytics. That's P-R-O-L-Y-T-I-C-S dot com. Use the promo code BIGSTICKGOLF, all lowercase, at checkout. You get two free weeks of their analytics tool. You can set lineups for the next two weeks on DraftKings. Be sure to do that as well. That's it for me, though. Without further ado, enjoy the podcast. I mean, any tour event's a big deal to win, but to win a major is obviously another level. There it is! Can you believe it? Nick Maldon! Oh
1: man, that was so much easier than putting. I should just try to get the ball in one shot every time. Welcome to the Big State Golf Podcast.
0: Welcome everyone to the Big Stick Golf Podcast. We are fresh off of another big week at the Heritage in uh, down in uh, South Carolina. We had a, a crazy, kind of a crazy tournament, a really compact leaderboard. Uh, a lot of guys were at the you know at the top of the leaderboard on Sunday. You know, a lot of guys had a chance to win. It was really exciting to watch. What what were you guys feeling?
2: That was a crazy ending, man. That was a great tournament, and Webb Simpson won. So yeah, super Webb pumped was,
0: about that. Webb was, uh, I mean, I was just—it was. I had the
2: sweats, man.
0: Yeah, I was, <laughs> watch. <laughs> Freaking, Webb, Webb was not missing putts on Sunday. It was insane. No. He was just—I mean, a whole week, really. He was just on fire. It was just, um,
1: it was so weird to see too, because he kind of—he didn't start off super hot, and then he finished what he birdied six of the last nine. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, Mister Ho Ho, at it again.
0: He shot 65, 65, 68, 64. It was a par 71, so 6-under, six 6-under, six 3-under, 7-under. What just incredible playing. He just finished 22-under. Uh, I mean, one of the things I noticed, I guess, was the, the given the time of year, they normally play this tournament. Is it It's the week before the Masters typically or a, the week after the Masters typically? So week kind of after. Yeah, after. So it's mid-April normally Mid-April. Uh, a lot. You know, this—that's the region we all grew up in. It's a lot, um, a lot different weather in the middle of the summer than it is in April. The course plays a lot drier in April. Guys saw, you know, their their balls were sticking to the greens. They weren't really getting into much trouble if they hit a wayward shot. So uh, I think that contributed a lot to the to the low scores. But I, I don't know—is that really it, or was it just like,
1: just? I mean. Like- there was no wind. I thought wind was obviously the biggest weapon to defend the course. And yeah. there was a moment in the final round when Webb walked up to a, a wedge shot on the front nine. And he kind of backed off and looked again. I was like, all right, here we go. It's going to be your typical Harbor Town windy atmosphere, struggle to kind of keep it around the green. And then the uh, storm rolls in, mm-hmm. horn blows, they come back, and it's a birdie fest. Dudes are just yeah. throwing darts everywhere, draining putts like nothing ever happened. So that- super gettable.
0: Yeah, another I, – I don't remember exactly how long the weather delay was. I think it was maybe two hours, something before, yeah. from the time they left the course to the time they had warmed up for another 15 minutes and then got back out there. But, yeah, afterwards it was certainly – I mean, it, it, the course was already playing easy and then it rained and softened things up even more. And then they were playing late, you know, later in the afternoon, even less wind. So it was just – it was definitely prime for, for scoring. Um, we saw 16 players that were finished within six shots of the lead. A lot of those were some of the top, top players in the world. Uh, guys like Bryson, JT, Brooks. Um, I mean, I, at this point, Webb for sure is a, is a top player. Just the leaderboard was stacked. Um, yeah. What, what were you guys feeling? Did, did you expect Webb to win or was it kind of surprising or how, the finish or yeah, what, what were you, were you feeling on those last few holes?
1: I mean, he was a favorite. Wasn't he going into last week? He kind of, he let a lot of people down, but, I I said it last week he's he's ho-hum like the dude he never surprised me if he plays well and he's just he is he's always around the leaderboard even with all these guys throwing out uh, there was Fratelli shot a what was it a 63 62 or something like that 62 yeah Sunday I mean he's got JT draining putts again Brooks made a run went eagle birdie birdie like all these guys around him making all these shots and uh getting all these birdies and he just kept it moving
0: I guess we knew the the it, was, it could have been a crazy Sunday because Fratelli posted a 62 before the leaders were – I think it was maybe an hour before the leaders teed off that he was done and, and had, had the lead in the clubhouse by two shots before uh, the final group even went off. So that was pretty crazy. I guess we should have expected a, a low low round Sunday. Um, I remember
2: I remember texting in our group chat, uh, Dylan Fratelli might win this tournament. And I really didn't want it because I put a couple hundred bucks on Webb Simpson to win.
0: And well, He came through for you, friend.
2: <laughs> what was the shot? See, I was on uh
1: sixteen or seventeen where he hit the tree and got. He hit lift. the trees twice. Like he yeah. got the ball. It was on the par three on the back. He found the tree and it spit it out fifteen feet from the pin or something like that. And just I think I want to say he hit the tree the day before too that kept it from going into a hazard on a par four. Like he's a tree whisperer, man. <laughs> Look at God yeah let's look at him more
0: <laughs> he must be friends with Groot and all the other tree characters we <laughs> we have uh so that I really was... thought
2: that's I really thought that's where he was gonna just give it away
0: yeah after he hit the tree and then because you hear
2: the dud on tv and then you see where it lands and you're like thank god
0: <laughs>
1: and not to Dude. mention they said he hit it twice like that that same exact tree in four days he was playing out there so it was I guess if anything was meant to be or destined, it was Webb to win this one. Cause... Yeah, uh,
0: ended up being seventh. A uh, Webb's seventh win. Uh, he he's if, if anyone doesn't know, he had a major in 2012, the U.S. Open, and he's gotten six other PGA Tour wins from then. He's getting, I mean he's kind of creeping up on on double digits here. He's only 34 years old. I mean I'm at this point I am expecting Webb to be a force for the next at least four or five years and. In, 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 maybe even longer than that. He's just so rock solid. It's kind of crazy though, because his swing is not somebody that you would expect to be this consistent. He's got, he kind of, it's, it's almost like he kind of customizes each swing based on the kind of shot he needs to hit. And maybe that, that may be something that he's, if he can be consistent with that, that, that gives him, honestly it gives him an advantage. Um, But you would expect. uh,
1: He has one of those swings you see on a Sunday men's group
0: deal, but he's a big shot
1: maker. He's old school. Doesn't yeah. hit him super far and just make some putts, man.
0: Shot. I mean, the putts were falling, on, especially on the back. I mean, he he finished twenty two under when he made the turn. He was seventeen and and then he birdied a couple holes early on in the back nine, and then he birdied three of the last four. I mean, just incredibly clutch play. But on the on to finish up. I mean, you 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 can expect him moving forward. And in, in my opinion, I guess I, I just don't see him ever getting flustered or anything moving forward. Uh, he's he's been put through the ringer already. He already has a major. I, I was joking yeah. with you guys on uh, during the weekend that I would I wish that he would kind of become our, our Ian Poulter for the for the Ryder mm-hmm. Cup, like that guy that's just a, such a pest to the other um, to the other the team and just yeah. always hitting shots and always making putts and really putting the pressure on. That's that's at least my hope. Um, so I guess my question is: Do you guys consider at this point is Webb Simpson an elite golfer on the on the with the likes of Brooks? Uh, the the top guys right now Tiger you know is is a web a guy that you expect those same kind of results from
1: I mean he's got the same amount of wins as Brooks that's kind of weird to say like Brooks has seven granted Brooks has four majors or something right I think it's four four yeah like is uh and he's definitely competes with JT I mean obviously like game for game I think Rory when his good is good is the best in the world but Mm -hmm. he's definitely in that upper echelon of player right now
0: I think I Two saw web what what is web is ranked sixth right now, I think after this week fifth, no, I think fifth, fifth in the world
1: yeah. fifth oh. yeah
0: he, who knows he keeps this up he may be he may be flirting with number one for at least yeah. a stint i mean he's he's got the capability um a couple other storylines we saw a really good showing from Abraham answer he was the one guy that kind of had a chance at the end to uh tie Webb on the last hole. he was the one guy that was. I mean there was a lot of guys keeping up with him within a few shots but the answer was the one that was hitting the shots and the one that we the last hole of the day we saw had a chance to tie it up he just fell short uh what did you guys think about his play this week i'm so surprised he didn't attack on 18 right there because yeah.
2: we we both we both said it man nobody nobody wanted to attack that hole and
0: I don't you, know what, what was is, going on. The, the, the final, like uh, maybe five or six groups, you saw the guys that were in contention, you saw them. Every, it was almost like clockwork. They all bailed out. The pin was obviously tucked kind of, um, I don't know if it was back, but middle left near to the marsh and, and the guys were just not willing to go at it. It must've, I don't know what it looked like from the fairway to must them, have been but
2: the boat scaring him.
0: Right. Oh yeah. That was another, uh, another fun thing. Um, <laughs> we, we got to experience the, uh, I guess the, the fans, the fans. Yeah. You would, but it was more so, uh, like a renegade, like touristy, like I feel like people were sitting at the pool all day and then they had the idea like, Hey, we can maybe go catch a couple holes. And by the time the tournament was over, there were people on their boat sitting out in the river and, uh, just yelling. It, it whatever was like they a, could.
1: It was like a Tahoe pro-am kind
0: of feel. Like, yeah.
1: You got people on the lake just hanging out you yeah. got celebrities everywhere playing, but
0: it, it made yeah, me feel was, like you know, we, we should, uh, yeah. Yeah. Feel like we should have a we should have had like Charles Barkley hitting terrible tee shots, that would have made it feel more <laughs> authentic given the um, but uh, I remember one, I don't know what the the audio situation was, I don't know how CBS was doing it, maybe they changed it up a little bit because the uh, you know, we were catching players cursing and whatnot at uh, different times, but I when I was watching it live, at least from what I was watching, the um. I was confused on the last hole because it looked like Tyrell Hatton was putting out. I think he was, uh, he was in the last group, right? Yeah. And he was putting out and it, from the audio that I heard, it sounded like there was people just yelling right in his backs, like in the middle of his putting stroke. But I think, I, I don't think that was the case. So I'm not really sure what the, <laughs> it might've been, but he didn't seem too perturbed by it or like it bothered him. So I don't know if that was actually what happened, but it was interesting.
1: He got a happy Father's Day randomly on the course. I heard that one pretty loud and clear. I don't <laughs> is think he's on Team Dead Bod. I don't. I don't think he is.
2: It's <laughs> on Team Dead Bod. They yeah, probably yeah.
1: Bod the Fathers. That's
0: funny. Uh, we saw another really good showing from uh, Daniel Berger. Um, I mean, won won the Schwab and then finished tied for third this week, only two shots back. I mean, the guy shot twenty under this week. And most time, most most weeks that'll get you a win for a back to back win. But when
2: he chipped in, man.
1: I thought he was going back to back.
0: Yeah. The guy is just – he's incredibly strong. It's really, Did anybody I, I,
1: birdie 18, though, like going in to the final round? Did anybody birdie it?
0: I don't – I want to say Webb might have. I think Webb did, actually. Um, uh, I can check real quick. But I think uh, – um, It's just one of those – I know he birdied literally the last four, and I think it was six, 15, 16, and 18.
1: And he's your Jeez. winner. So it makes sense. I, yeah. Especially when you're talking about Fratelli and coming in at uh, with a 62, I could have sworn the winner of this tournament might shoot 25, 20, like 26 under. Yeah. <laughs> it's still,
0: it's just, I mean, imagine there was, there was, I, I'm pretty sure Brooks shot in the sixties every day. There was a few other guys mm-hmm. that shot in the sixties every day that there were some guys that shot in the sixties every day that didn't finish within five shots. So it's just, yeah. it was an incredible tournament in, in that regard. Um just
2: I think the, Webb had the best chance that third round, really. He, he could have put the competition away, but he shot a yeah. 68 that third round, which yeah,
0: yeah, we,
2: made it pretty exciting at the end when he was just a birdie fest on the the back nine.
0: Right. It, I mean, we saw Sergio made a run late. Uh, I know awesome. Joaquin Neiman was playing incredible. Brooks played well on Sunday. I mean, a lot of guys played well. We Some of the not- more notable, notable finishes, uh, yeah, like we said, Abraham Anser finished one back. Uh, just fallen short.
1: That dude's going to win one soon. Absolutely. He, I He's, think he had every green and red. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like
1: it was some saw, kind of crazy you, stat yeah, like that. If
0: you're listening, yeah. you can't see Keisha's doing the prayer hands because we've got some money on that guy uh, going uh, forward yeah. in, in the majors. If, uh,
2: before it's too late, put some money on Abraham Answer to win a major this year because his odds are outstanding. What was it, 12? Yeah, plus 125,000.
0: That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I put some money on uh, just a little bit, but it'll pay off if it, if it does. Um, we saw, yeah, we saw Daniel Berger and uh, Tyrrell Hatton finish two back. Uh, Sergio Garcia, Joaquin Neiman were three back. Brooks was four back. And then there was a host of guys that finished at 17 under five back. That included, uh, yeah, Fratelli, uh, Justin Thomas, Bryson, uh J.T. Poston, Michael Thompson, Ryan Palmer. Just so many guys were in position to, to win the tournament right at the end. But we saw Webb come out on top, which leads us into our picks last week where our boy Keish nailed the Webb pick. Um, for anyone not that doesn't know, we're keeping track of our uh, winners, our sleeper of the week, and our most notable player to miss the cut each week. Uh, we're going to keep points for this. You get five points for each one you nail, and then if you nail this – the winner, you get ten extra points. You win the sleep, nail the sleeper, you get twenty extra points. So, Keish is taking the early lead here with that with that uh with that pick. Web winning, Keish. What what made you feel like Web going into the tournament? What made you feel like that was your uh, your your odds on favorite?
2: Uh, well, so it didn't work out the way I thought it would. I thought since he missed a cut the week before that not a lot of people would be on him, but that was actually the complete opposite. Everyone in DraftKings, he was the highest on player. So wow. I just figured. I mean, he's still a great player. Still give him a chance, and mm. luckily, I mean, the sweats were real, but he got the
0: yeah. win. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you also picked that. Was, this is actually a notable miscut. Ricky Fowler missed the cut. You nailed that one too. Uh, doesn't I'm, look right, man. Yeah, he doesn't look right. I didn't think. I mean, he made the he made the cut at the Schwab, didn't he? Or did he not? He made. that might be two miscuts in a row for Ricky. Um, I, think so. I, think it is. I think he did because he was playing with Phil, and I think they both missed the cut at the Schwab, but. Um, so that's interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. You know, it's Ricky's obviously a guy that everybody roots for and still doesn't want a major. I I I feel like, you know, he he's getting kind of creepy close to becoming that what Phil Mickelson once was for a number of years, that the best golfer in the world that hasn't won a major. Um, but hopefully we'll see Ricky bounce back maybe this week. But he, he's just he thing to get it back t- together. You guys gave me a little crap for it, but my sleeper pick of Rory <laughs> Sabatini, my boy, my boy Rory. He finished the, finished the best out of I our have, three sleepers. I have no
1: words, bro. <laughs> I have
0: a very good week. I uh, um, yeah, man. I just thought that he played well at the Schwab, and I and then I was like, you know what, this okay. guy, he might be playing pretty well this week too. And yeah,
1: Rory Light came somehow, in hot for you, Rory. Congrats. I,
0: he's like Rory Heavy though, right? He's he's a he's more <laughs> dad. He's mom. Rory
2: without the peloton. <laughs> if,
0: yeah <laughs> Rory, yeah Rory Heavy, uh, and then Carlton. Uh, I hate to say it, my friend, but you um, you embraced the clown. You embraced the clown this week. Didn't nail any of your picks. And that would be not. a big, uh, whopping zero for you. So the score after week two, I have week one on our notes here, but week two is Keyshawn is has at 30 points. I am at 15, and Carlton is at five. So we will uh, keep track of that. We'll, we're going to make these picks at the end of the day, at uh, the end of the podcast here. We'll, we'll keep track of that moving forward. So – Brings us into our dad boy, <laughs> team dad bod, team thick boy recap. Um, we're gonna change. We'll go over this a little bit in a second, but we're gonna change up the format to this a bit. But before we do, let's recap what happened uh, this week. It was a little bit of a blowout, and I don't think uh, Keyshawn is uh, very happy with his boys and team dad bod. keish what, what, uh, Dude, What are you I feeling am, about
2: that? I am so tired of these clowns. So, I guess they just took the weekend off because of Father's Day. <laughs> The freaking grill was off. The new balances were off. And they're asleep on the recliner, man. Yeah. I I think I had one guy make the cut.
0: Yeah. Terrell Hatton. Hatton. Yeah.
2: He was the most questionable dad bod. And he's the only one that made the cut.
0: Huh. Interesting. Uh, I can't
2: even say anything. Carlton just beat the crap out of me.
0: Yeah. It was was pretty ugly. Yeah. Give (laughs) us what what was the final scores?
1: Oh Well, thick boys, 505 and a half to 237 and a half. hmm so it was uh, more than I doubled up. Yeah. Might I had be the worst person. lineup I ever made. Yeah. Ever. So
0: uh, maybe it goes it to show. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to make any, to, draw too strong a conclusion about anything. But so far, Thick Boys are getting it done. What, and week one, was it Dad? Thick Boys won week one too, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. They're just
2: a bunch of lazy dads, man.
0: I know. Yeah. I don't know what we have to do to get the Dad Bod team on a roll. But so we moving forward, so though. Bad. Yeah.
2: We got beat so bad. You have to change the
1: format.
0: Yeah, got beat it's so bad. It's probably not
1: looking good this week either. Because <laughs> uh, the Cappy is going to get to unload that driver you a put little Bryson bit. on me again.
0: Yeah. yeah so, gonna, like either me, uh, Real quick, let me go over what we are changing this to. Uh, the Dad Bod Thick Boy matchup each week is now going to be a one versus one uh, matchup. We're going to allow both Keyshawn and Carlton to pick their player of the week, the Dad Bod player of the week, the Thick Boy player of the week. And the rule is you can use a guy, but you can't reuse them to the next major. So it'll be a little bit more uh, I guess we'll be under a more normal schedule next yeah. year. Yeah. but uh, this year'll be a little interesting.''ll we'll be, be, <laughs> there's kind of some majors crammed into the final end of the year this year, so it'll, we'll we'll be able to uh, keep track of that. but So each week, you're going to pick your one guy. You're not going to be able to reuse them to the next major. Then it restarts. You can reuse, you can use whoever you want in the major. And then moving forward, you can use them and then cross them off until the next major and so on and so on. The next major, if you want to make note, is the PGA Championship, August 6th through 9th. Uh, So up until then, guys, you can only use a guy once. So let's roll right into it. Keyshawn, who's, uh, I mean, you got to make, you got to have a strong comeback this week. So what, what are you who's going to be captaining the dad bod team this week uh,
2: if carlton's using bryson on me i think i might have to use web again Ooh, yeah i'll use web because okay. i don't trust Jay. i used him last week and he just bombed me out <laughs>
0: I don't all know right else I'm gonna use. so we're uh we've we kind of had a conversation earlier and have ordained uh web into the team dad bod uh Uh, persona. We're uh, web. I don't know how you feel about that, but I mean, (laughs) he's got five
1: kids, so he's definitely a dad.
0: Yeah. And you're, (laughs) you're a fantastic golfer. So it doesn't, doesn't shine on you in any way negatively. So, uh, all right, Carlton, I think we already gave it away, but give us your uh, team dad bod, or sorry, your your, your uh, thick boy of the week.
1: It's definitely going to be Bryson. I think uh, he's been primed the last two tournaments and he's kind of had to dial it back a little bit because those courses are a little bit shorter. This one's not, and necessarily super long, but it definitely opens up and you can kind of unleash that driver a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh I have a feeling he's gonna have a good week.
0: Perfect segue into uh all right. Well so it's Webb Simpson versus Bryson D Shambo dad bod versus thick boy uh, of the week. We'll keep we'll keep you guys all posted on how that's going and and cover it next week. But uh that rolls us right into the preview of the Travelers Championship this week at uh the TPC River Highlands in Connecticut. Uh, short course this week so you could be on to something I mean Bryson may literally be able to drive all the greens and uh, who knows how he's going to play this course that's going to be actually really interesting uh, it's only a 6,800 yards just over 6,800 yards par 70 um, Pete Dye's, the Pete Dye design course uh, been, re- been <laughs> remodeled this is the course that Fe- Jim Feerick shot 58 in 2016 Bubba's won here three times a lot of great past winners here It's going to be another really strong field. Uh, What are you guys? What are you guys feeling head into this week?
2: I like the long drivers, so Bryson, uh, Bubba. Well, Bubba obviously he's won three times here, but it's. I think it's going to be another set of birdies and eagles. We'll get a lot of good scoring again.
0: You wouldn't expect a lot of the courses that you see that are you know if they're less than seven thousand yards, you don't expect them to be, you know, a course that would would um, be you know, of course that you know the long knockers would win like Bubba's won here three times. So it, it's interesting. I, I guess that the length may just quite literally just give you the advantage you need on this course.
1: I think it's paired too, because length is obviously important, but there's guys that hit it really far that don't win either. But these guys that are hitting it far, the the Brysons, the Bubbas, those weeks that they play really well, they lock in those wedges. So essentially, they're getting they're hitting straight drives, accurate drives, and getting short clubs in their hand. If you give a PGA Tour and professional a wedge in his hand, he's going to score.
0: Yeah, uh, Bryson's leading the tour on uh, shots gained, driving the ball. So I mean, he's obviously yeah he's I, he he's kind of turning into. I mean, he's been pretty accurate as well. But he's he's. It, I remember at one point when when Tiger was kind of in his in his the middle of his prime about 10, 15 years ago. It was more. He just bombed it, and then he had the best scramble game around. So if it, mm-hmm. it didn't matter if he went in the trees, he was gonna at least make par. Um, so I, I don't know if Bryson's necessarily going for that. It seems like he's a pretty accurate driver of the ball. As he's, well yeah, as he's super just accurate, just flying at
1: three
2: forty.
0: Yeah, like, he's, he's, mean, a, you had, he's like had, a
2: superhero, man. This guy's
0: yeah. Complete- at the Schwab on Sunday, he had even Rory being kind of in awe about the things that he was doing because uh, they played and, together that Sunday. And,
1: and Rory might be the best driver of the ball ever. <laughs> like it's Right.
0: So that – I mean, that kind of segues us into the next featured groups. So Bryson and, and Rory are playing together this week, and they're playing also with Phil Mickelson, who's a two-time winner here. Um, as we said earlier, yeah, Bryson is, is leading the tour in strokes gained off the tee. And he's also recorded a top 10 in each of his last five starts. So the guy is just on fire right now. Um, Big time favorite this week. Uh, Then let's see, Rory. Uh, Rory's this interesting note. He's actually won twice when playing with the first two rounds of an event with Phil. The 2011 U.S. Open and the 2019 players. And then Phil is uh, playing in his first tournament since becoming eligible for the Champions Tour. Uh, so he's clearly uh, passing on those easy victories he would probably achieve there to to come here. What do you guys feel about this group?
2: That's I actually didn't know. About, yeah. I didn't know about the uh, Phil being Rory's good luck charm.
0: Yeah. I don't know how many times they played together. It just, uh, the note I have here just says he's won twice. Uh, yeah. They may have played more than that, but yeah, it's uh, not bad. Maybe uh, to see
2: how, uh, Rory responds too. he, uh, he mm-hmm. closed out pretty well last weekend and you know, a lot of the uh, hype's been going to Bryson and yeah, the other. So I'm tr- excited to see, uh, betting wise, Rory's odds have dropped and now he's tied with JT.
1: And I think Bryson
2: too. So. Yeah,
1: it'd be very. He's, he, he's, I could easily see yeah. Rory winning this tournament if he comes out and plays because I know he had. I think the first round last weekend he struggled a little bit, but I mean after that, everybody was scoring. He was part of it. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I think he finished uh, – it wasn't as well of a finish as he would you know, as he would have hoped. But, um, yeah, moving forward, it'll, it will be really interesting to see if he can get back into the swing of things. I, I can't imagine it sitting well with him. He's the number one player in the world, and he's, he's kind of lost the headlines for now. But maybe that will help him out. I'm not sure. So that will be interesting. It'll, maybe since if he has the limelight a little off of him, he may play a little better trying to gain that back or, or something. But uh, another featured group, we got Brooks, uh, Xander Schauffele, Justin Thomas – uh, Brooks I mean as he, he's starting to, it looks like he's starting to get it together he's still not quite um, let's see yeah he moved up in the FedEx standings he, he was in 204th place in the FedEx Cup standings which obviously doesn't qualify him for the playoffs uh, coming into last week and then he had a, a good finish which moved him up 56 spots he's now 148th in the FedEx Cup standings obviously looking to improve there um, looks like Shafley has a couple runner-ups this season it'll be interesting to see if he can get over that hump and and, and get into the winner's circle and then JT i mean he's having a great year he's he's uh fin- he's second in the fedEx Cup standings right now looking to have another great year i'm really excited that's going to be a great group uh what do you guys think about that
1: yeah i mean I think JT if Bryson isn't the favorite JT definitely is it's uh that dude's hot right now and he's he really turned it on the back end of that tournament they blew the horn on him and he had a like a 14 15 foot putt for birdie on 17 or 18 or something like that. So I think
0: it was to take to post the lead in the clubhouse, it was, wasn't it? It was to
1: go yeah, it was, that's right. It was to go in as a leader. So
0: Yeah. I mean, had a great Sunday. I was,
1: was kind of upset with how they didn't really show a lot of his shots or Bryson's in that last round. That was kind of bugging me a little bit.
0: That was Yeah, I noticed that too and I and I think it was it might have literally be, beca- been because they just didn't have time to show the, the, they were trying yeah. to show the guys that were at the top obviously and if you were three shots back then you you needed to make an eagle and a birdie or something you need to get up there before they had the the, the time to show um, your yeah. shots so that, yeah I, that's something I noticed too Keisha, Keisha, you got anything
2: Brooks went eagle birdie birdie didn't he like yeah. right there at the end too yeah I six or
0: six or 15, six, 15 16 seventeen yeah. is that was 15 to par five? I think so i can't I remember think, that
1: man, well, he, he got to the turn and he went eagle birdie birdie and then he missed a really short birdie putt on a par five in the, the front half of
0: the back nine
1: that blew the that. winds out of the sail yeah but yeah, i was like okay well i was putting in my nose like all right brooks is starting to rev up a little bit yep. like he's coming
0: he looked like he, nice. he was just starting to hit shots again like those, especially his irons he was hitting those towering you know just pinpoint accurate irons. Him and
1: him and DJ just kind of feeding off of each other a little bit because DJ was d- dialing in a little bit too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. A
0: couple of guys, it'll be cool to see Uh, really get it together. Uh, see another
2: response to yeah. Xander. He, he had a terrible round. I think three, he was like five over or something like that. And then the fourth round was good though. Got yeah. I just see.
0: Got He's... it back together. Yeah. Uh, we got, let's see another one. John Rahm, uh, Chez Reavy, who is the defending champion. And Webb Simpson, last week's winner, uh, should be an interesting group. Uh, Rom has four top tens and seven starts this season. Uh, Runner up at the Farmer Insurance earlier this year. I, I, I'm kind of expecting this guy to get back in the winner's circle sometime soon, too. Um, he's he's been playing real solid uh, lately, at least. Um, I, we haven't heard much from Ches Reebi after he won this tournament last year. Uh, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> It was a, an 11-year drought between his first win and the, his, his win last year at the Travelers. Um, but it, it was cool to see him get back in the winner's circle last year. Uh, I don't expect too much from him this week, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, then Webb Simpson is no, now number one in the FedEx Cup standings. He's going to be looking to continue that. We were just talking earlier about his uh, world ranking. He's, uh, you said, fifth now, right? Fifth in the yeah. world and looking to improve on that. Um, I don't know. What do you think about Webb's uh, chances going back to back? Any any shot at that?
2: I think it's highly unlikely. <laughs> the, the course yeah. history for the guys that are playing, like Bubba, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's – I think it's highly unlikely. I haven't seen the last time it's happened where somebody's won back to back. He's got the talent. We all know that. He could do it. Absolutely. Yes.
1: I'm, I'm betting elsewhere.
0: Right. <laughs> Don't put your money on the web this week.
1: No, nah. no, no recency bias here. Yeah, but uh, I mean, and Bubba, this is I don't know. Bubba feels like one of those guys that has like four tournaments he plays really well in, and this is one of them. Like it's yeah. here, the Masters, and yeah, like it's just he shows up. If it's a Bubba day, it's, you know it's coming. So.
0: The good thing about that is you can definitely make a long-lasting career out of being playing well at or just playing well at four (laughs) tournaments. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Especially if one of them is Augusta National.
1: (laughs) You get a couple green jackets, (laughs) you're going to be uh, pretty happy with your life after you play golf. So
0: for sure. Uh, Then the last one we'll touch on the feature group. We got Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth. Let's see. DJ has four. Yeah, DJ was one of the guys that carded four scores in the sixties last week, but uh, finished a few shots shy of the lead, which is just kind of incredible. Um, He hasn't done that since the twenty nineteen FedEx St. Jude's Invitational. Uh, Morikawa has made has not missed a cut yet as a pro. He's made twenty two. He's twenty two of twenty two has made cuts. Which, I mean, I remember there was a. He has a chance to break Tiger Woods' record of 25 straight cuts. Um, Second longest streak in the last 30 years. That's just – I mean, that's incredible. That that was the way he started out his rookie year too. So, Mark Al was playing fantastic. Um, Then Spieth, uh, he's actually won his – 10th. this is actually crazy. So, Jordan Spieth's 10th PGA Tour victory came in the 2017 Travelers Championship. So, I mean, he's one here too. The shot too. was
2: epic too, man. Yeah, bunker that was shot. when he
0: beat, beat Daniel Berger in the playoff with a bunker shot. So that was – I mean, a lot of guys have history here. I'm excited about this group as well. I Specifically kind of want to I'm, – I'm I'm still waiting on DJ to get it together. He's going to put together a tournament here soon. And then guys like Morikawa. More, I, I kind of see – I mean, I, I have more faith in Morikawa at this point than I do Speed. So that's kind of an interesting. And Speed's got double-digit wins, majors, all the things – and Spark has was never won before. So it just gives you the recency bias. Like you guys were saying earlier. Um, what about this group? You at look
1: at, at what point does the, the miscut deal get into his head though? You know, like at some point it's going to happen. You would think, and probably sooner than later, but like, is, is it going to affect him in the mind of like, I got to make this cut or because yeah. I was listening to uh, an interview with Brooks Koepka and he was talking about like early on in his career. Cause he was kind of a flash in the pan for a while and he showed up and He's like, my goal was to make the cut, and then I started making the cut. Then I had to kind of shift my focus to being a top ten guy, to being a major champion. And then, obviously, he's one of the best players in the world. Like, when is is that going to happen for Colin? Is he going to turn it into – in his mind, is he thinking, let me make the cut, or –
2: Do you think uh, that second place finish might have had something to do with last week because his iron game was struggling, which is the best part of the game. So, is that another thing? That's part of the
1: reason why I went – with him as the fade yeah. so yeah. like at some point the psyche of a, a especially a young golfer comes into play but maybe he's different <laughs> we'll see
0: yeah he um he reminds me of uh it's hard to put a I don't, I don't really know you don't really see a guy coming straight out of his, his first thing in his rookie year making all the cuts and I, I for me I don't know I can't speak for him but I I I don't I think he is just so solid he has he has his um, routine his swings good he's he's confident in himself he he can hit all the shots and I think unless he's I don't think it's something he's I don't know how uh, if he's had any close calls or anything like that where he had to do something clutch to make a cut at the end I'm sure that's probably the case out of 22 tournaments Um, so he had to do something like that at some point Mm -hmm. but he's been playing so well that he's made the cut by a lot so um, each week, but it'll be interesting to see. I think he, especially when we got to see him at the Schwab being in contention and he kind of struggled um, on Sunday specifically. Uh, so, yeah, it, it must be nice, though, to have these growing pains. And <laughs> while you're having growing pains, you're making every cut. You're making money. You don't have to worry about your tour card, stuff like that. Like the, so, them, so the good spot to be in for uh, Morikawa. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, this, is man,
2: a, this is a group that's underachieving right now. Absolutely. I just need DJ to make a putt.
1: Well, I was gonna say, DJ's. I think DJ's coming though. I think, I think so too, man. He's, he's trending in the right direction. Speed, eh, but DJ's Besides, definitely. DJ's my favorite this week. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think DJ was was like, like really chilling over the the Corona b- virus break. <laughs> he was really embracing the Florida life. He, he looked like he was. I mean, he's 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 a prime candidate for uh, a guy that you just want to hang out with. Birthday yesterday beach. too,
1: right? Yep, absolutely. He his birthday yesterday too. Thirty-six, I think. Which is kind yeah. of crazy to think about too. He's never felt that old, but
0: yeah, not to say um, thirty
1: six is old, but <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else? Any other tidbits you guys got about the uh, leading into the uh, travelers? No, I mean,
1: for me, it should be another pretty good tournament.
0: Yeah, let's hope for. I'm I'm hoping for another playoff. I, I'm just I was I was really into the playoff we had at the Schwab, so <laughs> that's my my only goal. Um, okay, that leads us into the. Uh the torch bears picks of the week. Be sure to check those out. We've actually posted them. They're on our website at bigstategolf.com Uh you can also check out our all of our uh our social media handles. We've got the uh, picks of the week set ready to go. I feel really good about this week. Keish, is there any, any notes you want to make about uh about the, the bets this week?
2: Uh so we we placed a lot of bets. We did something different this week. So
0: a lot of top you know, 20s.
2: The, <laughs> yeah, a lot of top 20s. We did some first-round leader bets. Um, so a couple of guys we feel confident on, um, like Bubba, DJ. They we pretty good odds. Um, check them out on our website. and com. Yep. We got a lot of top 20 bets because we haven't been doing that. We haven't been posting those, but we had a really successful week last week, and a few people asked for them. So Absolutely. give me some more content.
0: Sweet, man, yeah. Um, okay, that leads us. We'll do our uh, one big thing and then do our winners, sleepers and miss cuts. Uh, I'm going to start out with one big thing this week. Uh, my one big thing is I think I'm just – I'm looking for the low numbers again. I, this is the course where um, Jim Furyk shot 58. We saw uh, – I read a note that um, Patrick Cantlay shot 60 here as, a, as, a, as an amateur uh, about 10 years ago. So this course is, is gettable for guys. I'm looking for a score in the fifties. I'm hoping that that we can get something going, uh, you know, a guy like Fratelli shot nine under at the, uh, at the, uh, heritage. And, and, uh, I'm I'm just, we haven't had a score in the fifties in a while. That's, that's my one big thing. I'm hoping for a score in the fifties. So, uh, Keyshawn, what you got?
2: Uh, so we had Nick Watney test positive last week. We had Cam Champ just test positive right before we started the podcast
0: if anyone's wondering not steroids uh this is for COVID 19 yeah sorry (laughs) no you can't
2: nick want definitely not taking steroids yeah yeah. um so (laughs) how many players will it take for uh, pga to reconsider things where do we go from here That's what i'm looking for this week
0: yeah i think i don't i didn't read the the i'm pretty sure they have contingency plans for stuff like this obviously the guys have to take two weeks off and isolate like like everyone's been doing um, i mean we, they were playing on i mean things are getting worse nationwide they're playing on having the a memorial was going to be the first tournament back next month in july with fans and i mean that may be put on hold i'm not sure we'll have to see how that how that goes um, that'll just be another layer of things that that the pga has to deal with as well as other other sports as well i mean it, everything's kind of up in, in the air right now but for now we've got golf um that'll be interesting to see but uh, anything you want to add to that Carlton
1: yeah I guess mine was just how different is it going to be this weekend with obviously Nick Watney popping positive and they said he went into the round too and the testing and all the protocols he did he was negative at one point so whenever the positive test happened it was after he showed up he didn't fly on the private jet mm-hmm. um, Hilton Head's obviously a vacation town and going to Connecticut is going to be a little different you'd think but I mean, what is what is the PGA going to do with the memorial? What is it going to do with these? The, the tours moving further north where states are a little bit more stringent with their uh, policies on the social distancing and stuff? So, like, what is this going to look like a month from now if we're back in the same boat we were in in April or March? Like, is, is it going to shut down is uh, kind of what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, we had, I mean, we had a guy like uh, one of the most prominent players on tour, a guy like JT really kind of making some public statements about how crazy, I mean, I, I think he referred to Hilton Head as as uh, a, zoo. a zoo, yeah, as a zoo, yeah. um, so, you know, he may have been the vocal guy, but there's probably a lot of guys behind the scenes that just aren't feeling the uh, the way things are going, I don't know if, you know, I don't, I don't think guys are necessarily terribly worried about their health specifically, but obviously, no. you know, they don't think they're going to pass away from it or anything like that but you obviously don't want to have it and know you and not know it and stuff like that you could be spreading it to other people but I don't even know I mean we heard that report that uh another guy tested positive but have you know did they were able to pinpoint where he may have gotten it or you know that's just so many questions up in the air
1: that's that's where like Uh, Justin Thomas was talking about the whole zoo situation and he's one of those guys I think there's a small group of them that run around with each other that are making sure that their circle's tight they've got Mm -hmm. in-house chefs and all that stuff going on but hell Nick Watney was in contact with Rory Brooks the people he played with Thursday I mean there's this could this could have been really really bad and not to say it might not get worse but this could have been one of those black eye moments where Man, maybe we shouldn't have done this. So hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing happens this week. And Cam Champ and obviously Nick Watney, the best, best health for them and their families. But
0: yeah, absolutely. Oof. We don't want to keep. We don't want to have to. No. We don't want golf to be associated with putting guys in danger. Um, that's that's not what we're looking for. But not at all. It'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Maybe, to see maybe they're going
1: to make people fly on the jet now. Who knows? Yeah.
0: I know. I haven't heard any stories from the from the jet. We covered that a, a couple podcasts ago. But uh, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, was he on the plane? Like, yeah, just it, I don't yeah, know Nick if they'll ever.
1: Watney didn't take it. I don't know about Cameron Champ.
0: But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if um, they'll even release these details. But uh, you know, obviously, everybody has questions about uh, everything. You know, where did he get it? All all the things. But um, okay, uh, let's move on. Final thing. Let's get through our winter sleepers and miss cut this week. Um, so Keyshawn, let's start with you. Who do you have winning this tournament? You nailed Webb last week, so. I mean, you can go back to back, back Bubba man. Train you, today, it's the, the Bubba, Bubba train, train, man. The Bubba train. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we're gonna put go to the well, Bubba Watson, and just look to the skies and
0: hope he's won, he wins. He's won three times, right? He's going for four. Yep, correct. Oh yeah, twenty fifteen. You
1: wouldn't uh,
0: twenty You wouldn't think a guy that lives in the sticks in Florida would be such a, a hit in a uh, in uh,
1: a. <laughs> it's for, hey, it's farm country though, so maybe <laughs> day, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. Is there, is there enough land in Connecticut to have different kinds of country? <laughs> um, cool. Cool. Uh, Carlton, who do you have for your uh, sleeper this week or sorry, your, your winner this week?
1: My winner is uh, I'm going Brooks Kepka. He's uh he finished seventh at the RBC and uh, has been playing well. He's kind of turned it on actually last week. I think he beat Bryson for strokes games off gained off the tee too. It was like seven strokes and just he's got like someone to chase. <laughs> yeah. Like he's exactly. He's, I think it's eight straight rounds in the sixties. So, I mean, he's God. hot right now. Brooks is going to come out. Brooks when, is so hot right yeah. now. It's
0: if we crazy. have another Corona break, <laughs> Brooks is going to come back, like looking uh, like a linebacker or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> He's going to come back with, uh, man, yeah, that'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. Honestly, I would kind of love to see like a home run derby, like, to, but for golf between <laughs> Brooks and Bryson, like some kind of a, I don't really in know. Bryson. Yeah. Forever. I would love
1: to see Brooks really go after it too, the way Bryson does just to see yeah. what he can do. How many, Horsepowers you can get rolling and ball speed and all that good stuff.
0: I know one of the things I noticed that Bryson's doing that I don't think Brooks is really emphasizing in his swing is uh, when we were when I was speaking with to Alex Phillips a couple weeks ago. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, she's uh, the long drive a long drive uh, tour, uh, one of the top female drivers in the world, and one of the tips that she gave for people trying to gain distance from the tee was. Uh, It's kind of extending your hands away from your body, giving yourself a bigger arc to turn. And that's one of the things that I've noticed Bryson really is doing now. And he's really got his hands out there, which is just, I mean, the fact that he's still accurate with this is, is just incredible. Uh, That's why I have him for my winner this week uh, to another. He sprayed
1: it a little bit last week. I think that's what got him in trouble that last round, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, So I got Bryson winning this week. That's uh, I, you know, he's, he's made, uh, top tens in the last five tournaments he's he's due for one he's I mean was a few shots back this week was uh, uh he'll get one, a few was...
2: eagle chances absolutely this oh yeah definitely
0: absolutely uh, that'll take us to our sleepers so uh Keyshawn who do you have for your sleeper this week
2: uh I'm gonna take Victor Hovland Ooh. uh so he did pretty good last week 21 week before he was 23 uh off yeah. the off the tee and approach shots he's been great just short games been struggling but his comps are comparable to Rory off the tee and on the approach shot, so it's I think good. he's due for one. I'll take it. I think he won what the Puerto Rico, yeah, is that the one, yeah, yeah.
1: So Let's start the Puerto Rico <laughs> curse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna That'll win another get. one after it? Is he gonna break? We got curse? some more. We got some more money on Victor Hovland. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> I have a feeling Victor's gonna win quite a few in his. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like him at Fee now. He's Those a, guys are gonna win at some point.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, Carlton. Who is uh, your sleeper?
1: I'm going to go with JT Poston. He's uh, got two top tens in the last two tournaments. He uh, shot six under the last one. It just He's playing really well. I know a lot of guys are, but I'm going to go JT Poston.
0: JT Poston. I like, like it. Um, that, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going. my pick for Sleeper this week is strictly I didn't do much research on this. It's purely because I like the guy. Uh, I heard him on a podcast a couple weeks ago, and he's a really cool guy. My boy Max Homa. Hope, hope he does well. We'd Love to see him get in the winner's circle. Um, he's playing well, man. Yeah, he is. He a really, he's all, good, he's,
1: really good Sunday,
0: real solid. Um, so yeah, my my sleeper is uh, Max Homa this week. All right, Keish. Uh, most surprising player to miss the cut. Who you got?
2: Take this guy off my dad bod team, take this guy off of all my teams. Patrick <laughs> Reed. <laughs> I don't want him, keep him. I don't want him.
0: Oh man, so just, I mean, it's man. always. It's, it is nice to put yourself in a position to be able to root against Patrick Reed. So, uh, I, I commend that pick. I almost, I almost, I almost picked him on my fantasy, uh, my, my draft Kings, uh, lineup earlier. And then I was just like, I don't, he may win this you tournament. Don't to I, just, to I don't want to root him. for him. Yeah. yeah. All, those, saw, uh, all,
1: all those memes coming out with, uh, somebody watching him like a hawk as he's over there to yeah. the right of the fairway, just messing
0: with stuff. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. I, can't I think it was Daniel Berger. I think it was. Yeah. I was going to say it was, it was Daniel, Berger. Yeah,
1: Daniel
2: yeah. Berger, the people's champ, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah he's sort of, oh. <laughs> that is so funny. We're watching him like a hawk. Like you better not hand be on better. a
1: hip, like Karen, just staring at this man. Yeah.
0: Dude is, oh, great. dude dug himself into this hole, but all right. yeah. Um, Carl, Carlton, give us your uh, most surprising player to miss the cut.
1: I'm going to go Jordan Spieth. And I know a couple of weeks ago we were kind of like, oh, is he going to figure it out? But just, I don't just something that just doesn't look right.
0: I'm just Jordan Spieth. Okay. Jordan Spieth. All right. He's kind of, I would say he's kind of trending upwards, but I like yeah. that. I like that as a as a most that would be surprising if he missed his cut. Yeah. Which is good thing to say. It's good for me to say that about Jordan because a few weeks ago it wouldn't have been surprising to say to no. think he was gonna miss the cut. We probably wouldn't even let you made that make that pick. Right. So um, yeah. that would make I like surprising it surprising like to us. Yeah. Uh, I'm going a little I don't I don't know how confident I feel about this, and I definitely don't want to root against the guy, but I'm gonna go with uh Gary Woodland this week for most surprising player to miss the cut. He's been playing really well. This may be, he may win this tournament. I don't know. Um, Maybe he'll drop uh, another
1: F bomb in the fairway.
0: What happens to. to We can only hope. I'm a fan of F bombs. I want more. Yeah. What if gary
2: woodland wins the tournament oh and man
1: that he was miscut
2: are you just we haven't
0: forever? we haven't gotten that far in our we need to obviously <laughs> expand our rules uh we haven't gotten that far in the planning of our uh <laughs> of our uh mis- so that that is a, i like that idea though having a, a punishment for a guy winning
2: leave maybe, it up to the fans
0: maybe we can make a video or something of our of ourselves apologizing to the said player uh personally and I don't know, something like that. We'll maybe leave it up to the fans. I like that idea too. Make it a <laughs> democracy. Um, okay, that kind of covers everything. Guys, you got anything else before we uh before we get to the travelers this week?
1: So for me, man. Um, uh tiger siding right up the road from us was kind of oh, cool yeah. at Frederica.
0: Um, F- Father's Day at St. Simon's Island. And oh, then uh,
1: uh the really cool gesture by uh, the RBC with DL three with his house burning Davis Love the Third's house burning down them. I didn't realize this was, was his first tournament win on tour, and they gave him a, a plaque and a replacement turn, uh, trophy. That was kind of cool to see. Oh man. wow, that's awesome!
0: I um, he's won that tournament quite a few times, I think, Davis yeah. over the years. Like it's yeah. in the '90s, early 2000s, he was that's one of his best tournaments. Yeah, um, that, was,
1: that was neat to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Really cool to see the community come together. Even just help a guy out. Davis played pretty well. I think he made the cut. Yeah, uh, he's. I think he's in his fifties. He's. That's really impressive, man. It's good to see him. He, I mean, he struggled with back issues. Davis, obviously, like he, he was one of my favorite players growing up because he. I used to see him around actually uh, every once yeah. in a while at different It is a design the course we
1: play. Yeah. Yep, he's designed a Tar, tar Heel course. Like. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for the Big Stick podcast this week. Uh, we hope everyone enjoys the travelers. Be sure to join our DraftKings League. Uh, that's already up on the site. We've got all this information at www.bigstickoff.com. Go check out the, the spicy picks of the week. Make sure you make some money. Get your DraftKings picks in. Join our league, all the good things. Uh, that's it for us, though. We will see you next week. Enjoy the Travelers. Thank you for listening to the Big Stick Golf Podcast. I mean, the crowd was unbelievable. We should see the best players in the world. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I wish we could play in front of crowds like this, you know, every single week. Until next time, take care. Arnold
2: Palmer is the master champion of 1960. He has 30.